You're listening to Season 2 of Got em, Coach. The show that doesn't believe in boasting and bragging. So we won't mention the 4,000 plus downloads in the fan base that stretches over 50 cities and 30 countries around the world. Because that would be doing too much. Now, here's your host, the mayor of the Four Point Island, Tyrone Smith. Yo. Mayor Four Point Island is in the building, man. Welcome to episode number two, season two of Got Him Coach. Hey, man, I'm loving the vibe of the new intro, man. Are y'all feeling the vibe of the new intro, bro? Cause I'm feeling the vibe, like, like I don't know. It's making me angry, but it's also making me motivated at the same time, man. Shout out to uh, Radio Guy over at Fiverr.com for hooking me up with the dope, dope. Dope intro in the outro, man. I appreciate the love. Hey, man. We here. We here. If you listening, you here. You here with me. We here. So, uh, man. Dog, I told y'all, man. That, look, look. Season two, we gonna be more consistent. We gonna be more consistent with our, uh, with our recording. We gonna be more consistent with what we do. You know what I'm saying? To stay more consistent, I went and bought me a whiteboard. Um, I went and bought me a whiteboard and on the whiteboard, it got record, got them coach podcast. So this is what we doing, man. And I'm recording another one tomorrow. So y'all get a two for tour, two for tour, man. That's what's up. Um, Hey man, it's been, it ain't even a lot going on to be honest with you. So it ain't really a lot to talk about right now. Um, I'm just ready to get right into the episode, man. But before we get into the episode, there is one particular thing that I want to talk about, man. I was kind of upset i've been a little upset for the past day and a half mainly because your boy was supposed to be going down to the detroit pistons game yesterday um sunday depending on when you get this uh this episode but um i was supposed to be going down there to watch them play them charlotte hornets which is like my second home my, my home away from home charlotte but um wasn't able to go unfortunately um and I'm glad I didn't go because they laid a stinker on. I mean, like, just garbo, just straight trash, <laughs> like straight trash. And, um, hey, look, fortunately, 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 I will be down. I'm going to the Black Friday Pistons Rockets game. That game is going to be super lit considering the fact that, uh, I don't know, man. I really wanted to go see Melo, but it don't look like Melo gonna be there by the time he come down. By the time Houston come down to Detroit to play the Pistons, and that's kind of tough because I really wanted to see Melo. I never seen Melo play in person, so I really wanted to see that. So, you know, unfortunately, I don't think I'm gonna be able to see the boy Melo because apparently reports is that um, Houston had enough with him and they getting ready to uh, put him on the chopping blocks, which is unfortunate. Um, I don't think everything that's going on. I don't think it's mostly his fault. I think it's Houston's fault for trying to expect more from Melo um, than what he is. I mean, I think that that Oklahoma City struggle that wasn't a fluke. <laughs> it wasn't a fluke. Like that's that's what Melo is at this point. I mean, he's a guy who's gonna jack up a lot of shots. He's gonna miss a lot of shots, and his uh his production isn't where it once was. So you know you, you kind of you are what you are. And I think that Houston thought maybe it was just a bad situation. Maybe him getting over there with better players was going to make it better. But uh, it, as you can see, it didn't make it no better. It even, it even got worse to the point where now he's getting ready to you know, be on the chopping block. That's, that's kind of tough. But um, what else, man? Oh, so your boy Jimmy Butler. 
Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy Buckets got traded. That's tough too. But um, you know, that's something I think that's been that's been in the works. That's been in the works for this for the, as long as I can remember. Uh, shout out to Minnesota. A lot of people don't like the fact that they felt Minnesota didn't get a lot for the uh, for Jimmy Butler. Um, I want to put all things considered. Tom Tibbs and already said that he wasn't trading for draft picks. He wanted players that he can, um, you know, that can help him win now. So you got to take that into consideration. Houston was offering four first round picks. Like Houston, I don't know. I don't think that. I don't think that benefit. It doesn't benefit them if they if they believe they can contend for a playoff spot. And I still think they can contend for a spot. Um, the talent is there, man. It looked like Derrick Rose, and you know he's uh, resurfaced. He's back in the building, doing what he do. Um, I think Andrew Wiggins. I think he's going to probably benefit the most from a, a Jimmy Butler trade because I I knew that from jump that it really wasn't going to work. Um, and as you can see, it didn't work. Carl Anthony Towns. He's going to be able to kind of be that primary option. He's going to be able to put his numbers up. So I think that Minnesota is in a good position. And then you add on two players. I love Robin. Co- I love Robin Covington mainly because he does exactly what a lot of people don't want to do nowadays, which is play defense. One of the best perimeter defenders in the league. Um, so in terms of defensively, Jimmy Butler to Robert Covington. I mean, I don't think you lose much. In fact, I think you gain more with Covington than you do with Jimmy Butler. I think points-wise, I think that could be spread around with, with amongst everybody. I think Carl Anthony Towns can pick up the scoring load. I most know for a fact that Andrew Wiggins is going to be able to pick up the scoring load. Um, Derrick Rose is kind of, you know, slowly but surely submitting himself into that um, guy who's going to be able to get buckets. So I think that you can you can kind of combat what um, – what you lost with Jimmy Butler, and then Covington, he's a good uh, spot up shooter. I mean, so he's gonna give you some buckets. Sarge is a good, uh, pretty good shooter. He's gonna give you some buckets as well. So I actually like what Minnesota did in the trade. Like I love what they did. I think it's low key. Um, I think you know it kind of, you know, it, it gets the cancer out of the out of the locker room, and you know it, it be it be able them to be able to put a more traditional nba type starting five out there because taj gibson taj gibson ain't gonna cut it i think he's better suited off from the bench so uh you know shout out to uh shout out to minnesota for making that trade and getting you know some quality pieces for uh jimmy butler now for philly i i don't know i honestly i don't like the trade for philly and this is why i think jimmy butler i think jimmy butler kind of cemented himself as like a like a prima donna and i don't know if that's just because he wanted out of minnesota but i just feel like he's like i think when i look at jimmy butler i, I see prima donna now and then now you look at everybody talks about oh well philly got this star star now let's not remember let's not forget the fact that ben simmons and joel Embiid are pretty young players just like carl anthony towns and andrew wiggins was pretty young players and for what Ben Simmons does in terms of his all-around game, the, the ability to rebound, the ability to pass, the ability to get to the lane, he can't shoot. And Joel Embiid, he can kind of get himself. I mean, he he has the game to back it up, but there could be instances where his his uh his talk doesn't match his play. So when you think about that, and you think of what Jimmy Butler, the the hell that Jimmy Butler just put 
Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns do. I mean, it could be interesting. It could be some. It's definitely something that you will want to watch during the course of the season. And then the trade doesn't help their lack of shooting. Like it, it, it helps to an extent, but it really don't. It doesn't help a lot, a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like when you looked at that starting five, you had Ben Simmons, Fultz, um, Covington, Sarge, and Embiid. And Covington was a pretty, like I said, he was a pretty, he's a pretty decent three-point shooter. He had a pretty decent, um, you know, percentage from the three-point line this year. Uh, Sarvich was kind of struggling from the three-point line this year, but he has the potential to be a very, very good shooter. Um, add that to the fact that Embiid is a pretty decent shooter, but your, your two guards, Simmons and Fultz, not that good uh, uh, shooters at their position. So... I think that's going to be interesting because you got to watch who what the starting five is going to be. You definitely going to know Jimmy Butler is going to be in that starting lineup. And then, where do you go from there? Is J.J. Redick, is he now going to be a starter? If he's a starter, I mean, that takes more firepower off of your bench. You know what I'm saying? Wilson Chandler just recently came back, and, you know, he's still trying to find his way, trying to find his way back into things. So, you got to wonder these things. Like, I, I just wonder if... If the trade is gonna is it go is it gonna benefit um, Philly, you know? Cause I, I I like I like what they had going there, um, and I think for Jimmy Butler, I think you know where he was like the primary option, but he you know he's not gonna be that. He's gonna have to you know get a ball to Embiid. Embiid is the primary option there, and then in terms of ball handling, Ben Simmons is the the primary ball handler on that team. So you gotta wonder if that's gonna you know, you know, make him feel some type of way because I don't think his touches will be there. I think he'd be like the closer if they need somebody, but I don't think really Jimmy Butler is really a closer like that. So I mean, like I said, it's gonna be an interesting season going forward for uh, Philadelphia. I don't think that. I think it keeps them in that top. I want to say that top four range. Um, right now, do I think they got enough to beat Toronto? Toronto's looking very, very good right now. They're looking collective, you know, together. Um, they're looking like, you know, they just needed a new voice to, um, you know, to change the narrative of, of, of their season. But right now, you know, it's just regular season. And, you know, Toronto always do does good in the regular season. So we just have to see what they do in the playoffs. But I don't think they're better than Toronto. Um, Boston is kind of struggling a little bit. But, I mean, you got to remember that Kyrie was out for the majority of the year along with Gordon Hayward. So, um, you know, they're still trying to work themselves back into um, in, into the fray. So, you know, they're still trying to get their rotation uh, situated. Um, so, you know, I think Boston is um, going to be there. Indiana's kind of struggling a little bit. That's my dark horse to be the representative out of the East. You know, they're struggling a little bit. But, I mean, it's still it's still a young season, man. We'll do like 12, 13 games in. So, we got to we gotta give it time, you know, before we get to, you know, saying who's going to do what. But, I mean, that's just my take. All right, all right, basketball. I think I covered the basketball that I need to cover. Look, I told y'all, man, the first couple episodes, I don't want to do anything full-fledged basketball or sneaker-related, man. I just want to kind of, like I said, I wanted to kind of get myself back into the fray of, um, you know, just putting the episodes together. So, you know, I, last week I didn't do anything basketball-related. I just did shout-outs and then I dipped. <laughs> so, uh, this episode, I wanted to do a couple um you know, a couple stories that I would found interesting, uh, mainly the Mellow and the Jimmy Butler thing, because those were the two recent ones that kind of happened before uh, recording started. So, you know, I wanted to touch on those ba- those bases. Um, 
you know, give you guys my perspective of what I felt. So, um, hey man, nothing to it but to do it, man. So we about to get ready. We about to go ahead. We about to hop into episode number two, man. Episode number two. I don't know how I want to do the intro this week. Do I want to do it the same way? I told y'all, man, the intro got me. The intro got the new intro got me feeling some type of way. It's like I can't I can't come with the same I can't come with the same vibe from season one. You know, I tried I did that with the first episode. You know, new intro, new intro, new style, man. So I don't know. I don't know, man. But uh No, we ain't gonna we ain't gonna rock out with the new with the, uh intro. We just gonna go ahead, like I said, we're gonna go ahead and just get into it, man. So yo, season two got him coach. No, I changed my mind, man. I'm doing the intro like I normally do it, man. Episode number two of the show. Where your boy is still spinning around the world. Spinning around the world. Crushed to my hair. Oh, I'm spinning around the world. Hey. I did. I, I put up. I, I felt. I was feeling some type of way last night. I did. I put up a video on Instagram, me brushing my hair, like with my waves, and I put in the caption. I put, "I'm still the goat," and then I put, "I'm wavy" in my Mac B voice. I'm wavy. <laughs> I'm wavy. But uh, yeah, your boy still spinning around the world, bro. Trust me. Got him, coach. Yes, 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 yes. And I am your host, Tyrone Smith, a.k.a. Roll to Exclusive, a.k.a. Mr. Hustle Bandit, a.k.a. Mr. Sneaker Bandit, Four Point Island, lock em up, roll! Daytona 360, alive in the flesh. And y'all already know what I come to do, man. I come to give y'all that Dylon Dillinger hot fire, that H E A T. Y'all already know how it go. So um, I told y'all last week, right? I told y'all last week. I said I had my hit list, right? Um, I told y'all I was going to be adding two more to the hit list, but I couldn't do it until I got my full intros, like all of my intros. I had to get them joints first. Hey, we got them intros, brother. So guess what I'm about to do? I'm about to go ahead and I'm about to debut my hit list. Well, it was supposed to be debut last week, so, you know. So, look, man, let's get into this hit list, man. Just let the boy be great, man. Let me be great. Just let me be great. All right, so we're going to start off with Patreon, man. So for those who don't know, man, I am a patron. The show is, I mean, the yeah, the, well, the show, yeah, the show, the company, the exclusive breakdown brand is on Patreon. Um, hey, look, we had, at, at our peak, we had 12 patrons. We down to four right now. So I'm going to need y'all to go sign up to be a patron, man. You can do as little as a dollar. You can do as much as $5 a month. Hey, look, if you can buy... Whatever you buy that you don't need, hey man, you can support a black brother trying to do his thing. Man, go ahead and you know, support the brand, man. Patreon.com slash exclusive breakdown. But look, look, check this out, man. I was on Patreon, right? This is about this is about a month. This is about a couple months ago. Like I said, you know, I, I had stopped doing episodes preparing for season two. So 
I had stopped doing episodes or whatever. And um, the goal was, you know, I hadn't been putting nothing up. So eventually, I don't know where they came from, but like my, my patron page been up since January. So my, my, my perks been kind of up there since January. So, you know, they came out of nowhere. Like, hey, yo, look, look, hey, hey, wrong, wrong boogie, 4.9 island. Wrong. We gotta we gotta holler at you for a second, bro, because we feel like, you know, you making people pay for uh slots in a giveaway. Like, no, I would never do that. That's that's petty. You know what I'm saying? I ain't that type of guy to be doing that. So I'm like, no, I ain't never did that. And then they suspended my account. <laughs> they suspended my account, and then I couldn't get back into my account for like three weeks. And I'm like, dog, like. Come on, man. Like, y'all suspended it that quick, but then it takes y'all three weeks just to unsuspend my account. And, I mean, I, I'm, I'm glad that it happened the way it did because it made me, you know, kind of clean up my patron page. made me kind of, you know, focus on certain things. So, hey, look, starting in starting in December, starting in December, that patron page is going to be super heavy, man. So, I will advise you not, if you have not done so, go subscribe to the patron page become a patron on patron as i hit my finger on the computer and it bounced up and down patreon.com slash exclusive breakdown but even even before that man they still on my hit list because they made me go through all that stuff for no reason and i ain't even have to do it dang man next up got xfinity bro now look I'm a quiet dude, but when it comes to things that I'm really, really good at, I can talk the most smack, right? So, this is what happened. Xfinity. Y'all let me down, man. I had a game of 2K with one of the homies. Uh, we've been talking back and forth. We've been talking mad crazy about who going to do what. Uh, so, we, we set up a game. Hawks Pistons. I had the Hawks. I I, I had that much confidence in myself. I, I, picked, I picked the Hawks. He got the Pistons. And I got smacked, but it wasn't my fault because I was—we was, we was it, the game was tight for the majority of the, of the game, and then my my game just started to lag, like lag, lag, like, like. See, I just lagged there. You know what I'm saying? But it lagged and it made it so bad. So like, I was just doing stuff like I would normally do, taking shots like I would normally take. I was just like, dog, this is just crazy. I ended up losing. Look. It was so bad, like the lag was so bad that like my my internet just shut off, like just completely shut off, and I ended up losing my twenty. But you know, it's still the fact of the matter. So I was like, you know what? Maybe this was just a fluke. Maybe it was just a fluke. Let me try this again. So I played six games, six online games, and every single game that I played lagged out. Every single game. So right now on my 2K um, online head-to-head, I'm 0-6 when I'm legit 0-0, like online. I'm like 0-1 against friends. But I'm 0-6 online, and I shouldn't be 0-6. I should be 0-0, but because the game lags out and it, it it makes me lag quit, you know what I'm saying? They count that as an L against me. That's tough, man. That's tough. So Xfinity, man, welcome to my hit list, bro. Welcome to my hit list. Y'all right up there with uh, the Hamtramck Police Department. Shout out to the Hamtramck Police Department, man. Y'all do great work. Uh, StockX, 
I haven't got nothing from y'all lately, but I will be on the app soon getting me some heat. You already know how I go. Um, Charlotte International Airport. I hope y'all still got my badge. I mean, not my badge. I hope y'all still got my ID. I mean, it's void and not, so it really does no good. But still, I hope you have it. Y'all made me go through all that stuff. You know, y'all call my name on the intercom and then come to find out, like, y'all ain't even have my stuff, man. I drunk crazy. Um, UPS. Hopefully, I don't have to deal with you guys when I order some shoes. Hopefully, they give me options. FedEx, I'm looking for you, man. Hey, look, they putting a UPS store right by the crib, so maybe that's gonna maybe that's gonna help me a little more in terms of uh, getting packages when I feel like I need to get packages. So, uh, you know, maybe UPS comes off my hit list. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. But um, that's my hit list, bro. So um, let's go into that's how you feel. Look, we debuting some new stuff, man. It's, ain't it beautiful? Ain't it? De- it beautiful to debut new stuff, man. So let's go ahead and do it, man. That's how you feel. Got him, Coach. Season 2, Episode 2. Speak now, or I don't want to hear it. Don't, don't hold nothing, nothing back. back. In this week's, that's how you feel. All right, so, look, Got him, Coach. Season 2, Episode 2, man. We gon' we, 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 we delving, we delving. Is that a word, delving? It's not a word. Hey, look. Look, I want to get more into my fans. You know what I'm saying? I want to. I want to see where where they where they headspace is with certain questions. So, you know, last week I had I read shout outs. Shout out to the people who uh you know sent shout outs or whatever. So this week, I'm like, you know what? I just wanna I just wanna know like, what do you go hard for? Like for me, like I go hard for like I go hard for my mom, my mom and my and my grandma. Like those are my two biggest inspirations for me to do everything that I'm doing right now. Like I feel like I should never be at the point where I let them down. So, uh, so I asked people. I'm like, you know, what motivates you? What motivates you to keep going? So I'm gonna read a few of them, man. First off, I'm gonna read one from uh, you know, Lucretia, who says that her family and fighting her health battle, her family and fighting the fighting the battle with her health. That she been dealing with and you know i've been knowing her for years and you know she's been like the you know she's been she's been going through a lot but i've never known for her to be you know down or you know the woe is me or anything like that I've, i've never seen that from her you know so i think that uh you know her 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 motivation is is obvious and i and i pray that you know everything works out and everything is back to normal and uh you know she's a fighter man you know what i'm saying a lot of people when they go through stuff you know they they you know they hide you know they they trying to stay away and uh you know she fights ahead on you know i never seen her complain or upset or anything like that so you know that's what that's kind of attitude you need to have when you go through certain things man so shout out to uh Krisha, man she 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 doing it Next up, um, my homegirl Toya, she said her motivation is her kids and the fact that she's broke and the fact that she's single right now and she wants to be a better person for whoever decides to give her a chance. Look, we all broke. You know what I'm saying? We all broke in this broke world, man. You know, we all out here trying to make it happen. We all got bills and, you know, things of that nature, man. But, you know, at the end of the day, 
you know, you got to be able to have a, a firm mind. You know, understand what you're doing exactly. Is understand what you're doing, what you're doing for. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people don't really understand it. You know, they just do it. You know, just cause. Um, you know what I'm saying? You know, kids are a big inspiration. You know, that's a big influence. A lot of us have went through certain things that we would never want our kids to go through. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, you you, you try to you know straight straight line that you know that line of you know not doing too much but you know doing enough just to make sure that they're good so uh shout out to toy man you know keep doing your thing man you you you, you only a you only a break away and i and i mean that um next up brianna brianna writes her motivation is to not go back where she came from look we all come from the neighborhoods the, the rough and tough neighborhoods you know i'm from the north end of detroit you know, as rough and tough as it gets, um, you know, drug dealers every other block, you know what I'm saying, prostitution right there, I mean, I'm, you know, I was like two blocks away from Woodward Avenue, so, you know, you've seen it all, you know, trench coats, fur coats, you know what I'm saying, no coat, <laughs> all that, you know what I'm saying, so, you know, uh, when we when we go out and we, we branch off and we do certain things, we move to certain areas and we realize that, you know what I'm saying? We don't have to, you know, uh, sleep with one eye. We don't have to sleep on the couch in our living room just to make sure that somebody ain't breaking out our window just to steal our car, or breaking out our window just to steal our car battery. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have to, you don't have to do all that. Um, when you realize that you can legit go outside and, and take a walk outside at 3:30 in the morning um, without somebody, you know, you know, trying to run up on you, trying to stick you, um, or you know, trying to get some money up out you. You know, when you realize that you can, you can do things like that, I mean, you never want to go back to where you're from, man. And that's why we all work as hard as we do. Whether that be, you know, you building your own brand or, you know, you, you know, finding employment and making sure you do everything that you need to do to stay on everybody's good side to where if they ever decide that they want to let people go, you're not a person that they, um, that they going to let go. You know what I mean? So, um... I just look at that, man. You know, that's a that's a big inspiration to have. So shout out to uh, shout out to Brianna for sharing that with us. Um, Destiny writes her struggle. Uh, she said her struggle gives her ambition to do better in life. You know, everybody go through the struggle. You know, I went through certain things that uh that you know when I was younger and you know made me you know wonder if you know. I would ever be in a position to ever, you know, do some, you know, do some major stuff. Um, we all go through it. We all going to have that moment and that moment in time where, you know, something is going to come about and it's going to make us, you know what I'm saying? It's going to really make us really go hard. It's going to make us say, you know what? You know what? I went through this, but I never let that dictate, you know, where I go in my future. And some use it, you know, like Destiny is using it to you to their advantage. And to realize and be a story and be a testament to people that, you know, no matter what you go through, no matter who may have put you through something, at the end of the day, as long as you got the fire and the, and the grit and the grind and the passion and the, and the determination to get past it, you're going to get past it. So, uh, shout out to Destiny, man. She out there doing her thing, man. You know, and I'm, I'm super proud. Like I said, I'm super proud of all my friends. Cause I feel like I have a, I have a really good group of friends that are really, really doing it. Like really, really doing it. Like making, like making moves and 
you know, I'm not one to never hate. You know, I always look for motivation in, in, in some form of fashion. Uh, so, you know, I have good, I have friends that are, you know, really, really doing it. And, you know, some of them may not be on the level that maybe I'm on my grind right now. But at the end of the day, they still on the grind. So it's like days where I may not want to do nothing. You know what I'm saying? You know, they, they, they own it. You know what I'm saying? You know, they may be on something and they may be like, you know what, let me get my lazy butt up and go do this work that I need to do that I've been procrastinating on. So, you know, shout out to my friends, man. Y'all are really in peace. Last but not least, Chaney. She said, school motivates her. She wants to change lives to help people change their life around for the better. She also says that I myself motivate her because of my drive and the fact that I never let anyone stop me from pursuing my craft. I stay pushing no matter what, which are 100% facts. You know, nobody will ever stop me from, <laughs> nobody will ever stop me from making my money. You know what I'm saying? Like ever, 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 never, ever. You know what I mean? I'm gonna always, I'm gonna always eat. You know, with uh, with uh, Rico saying pay the fool. You know, I'm gonna do me. I'm gonna eat regardless. You know what I'm saying? Um, that ain't nothing, and, and that's true. That ain't nothing, man. But you know, you know, um. The motivation to up to want to help others, man. It's a lot of people that need a lot of help out here, man. You know, a lot of people who want to, you know, who, who who need the help but can't find the help because, you know, nobody wants to help them. So, you know, it's, it's, it's good to have people who are willing and able and want to help people, you know, be great and do great and all that. So, you know, shout out to Cheney, man. You know, she out here doing her thing, you know, got the, got the degrees popping, you know, in school, you know. About to finish up the semesters and all that, so you know, can't be mad at it, man. Do your thing. So, um, hey, man, shout out, man. That's how y'all feel, bro. <laughs> so let's get into this episode, man. Look, we gonna talk about the moment I knew, and this is the moment I knew that I was about to get into the the the, the sports and, and media industry, the sports and media industry. This was the moment that I knew that this was for me. So let's get into it, man. Got him, coach. Episode number two. Sit back and relax. Sit back and relax. Time to have some knowledge dropped on you. So, for me, man, it started. It started. Uh, I don't know. It actually started like pursuing this. I want to say it actually started when I was probably like, like twelve or thirteen, probably fourteen my ninth grade year but you know basketball i had been i had been you know playing basketball since probably like the age of probably like the age of eight that's when i really started playing playing basketball and it really became more intriguing and boring to me because initially basketball was super boring to me and um i always i never really understood it i felt like hockey and baseball was more exciting and um you know those was the sports i wanted to play but you know once i really got to understand basketball it became fun and became my number one sport so i started to play when i was eight and um you know i had you know i played in my um my middle school team i played my you know i played my seventh grade year well i made the team my seventh grade year and i quit because i wasn't used to the yelling and all that so you know i quit i'm like bro you ain't about to keep yelling at me dog you don't even know me so i quit the team and um bro phoenix is getting blue out 40 to 19 right now in the second quarter i'm done but um <laughs> uh what was i saying oh yeah so seventh grade year man you know my eighth grade year i came in um you know with the with the determination to make the team 
which I made the team, but I was uh, academically ineligible because my grades was trash. Um, I had a 1.25, which was like the lowest grade point average I ever had in school. So that was like, man, that jump was crazy. So it taught me, taught me that you know, if you ain't got the, if you ain't got the, the grind, if you ain't got the will and the, and, and the, and the intelligence to. You know, get your grades up so you can do something that you really want to do. Then you're not gonna be able to do nothing, and that just goes for anything. If you don't have the, you know, the the wherewithal, you know, to understand that at with every goal and ambition, it's gonna be something that's gonna, you know, make you question everything that you do. I mean, you're not gonna go far. Everything isn't meant for you to be, you know, what I'm saying, right then and there. Everything isn't gonna be. You know right in the you know right there for you you know you gotta you know you gotta grind for it a little bit you know you gotta you know you gotta really struggle for it a little bit you gotta go through some tests and some trials and some tribulations you know you know what i'm saying you gotta really really trust your process you know because it's when it comes to stuff like that man you gotta trust the process man because it's one thing to have a goal and it's one thing to have ambition to do something that's a whole nother thing to you know, have a goal, have ambition, and you know, and 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 wonder if this is what you really want to do. Like, I really wonder if this is really what I really wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it was days where I'm like, man, forget this, man. I ain't, I ain't with all this. You know what I'm saying? Nothing is 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 happening the way I want it to happen. But you know, I had to stay patient. You know, that's that's what I ended up doing. I ended up staying patient, man. I ended up staying patient. You know what I'm saying? So you know, that was the. That was the moment, you know, my eighth grade, my seventh, eighth grade year, that was the moment that I knew because it, it taught me patience, you know, it, it taught me that I couldn't run away from my problems. I couldn't run away from things that I didn't like and that, you know, it was there just, to, it was there to make me better. It was there to make me a better basketball player. It was better to make me a better, you know, son, all that. So, you know, that's what I came to realize. So my ninth grade year, um, I tried out for the team. Um, of course, I made, you know, the last day of trials, simply playing defense. Um, I made the last day of trials. I was one of the final was one of the final four who didn't make the team, unfortunately. And then that summer, that summer in high school, my ninth grade year, maybe that spring, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm making the team my sophomore year. I'm definitely making the team. I don't care what I got to do. I'm definitely making the team. So uh, I reached out to some OGs, man. Shout out to uh, Cole. Um, he just he just recently passed away, so rest in peace to uh, to uh, to Big Cove. You know it's, it's a couple Coves, it's Cove, Big Cove, Little Cove. You know Little Cove. Me and him, you know we used to have battles out there in the street ball circuit. But Big Cove, you know him along with uh, shout out to Troy, um, Ray. You know so it was a lot of OGs in the neighborhood. You know who played ball. And knew that everybody had aspirations of wanting to play ball. My boy uh, Jalen, my boy Stanley. Um, shout out to my homeboy Doughboy Darius. Like we we all had aspirations of playing some kind of basketball. And um, you know, so I went to them like, look, I'm trying to get better. You know, I want to get all the kids together. You know, all the kids. You know, our inner circle. Try to get them together so we can hoop, hoop every day so we can get better. And then, you know, they came up with this idea like, yeah, you know, we're going to put teams together every week 
and the team that win the most games, you know what I'm saying? We're going to go ahead. We're going to take them. You know, we're going to take y'all to McDonald's, get y'all some hamburgers, you know, some French fries. And you know what I'm saying? We're going to take you to the candy store that was right right down the street. You know, let y'all, you know, splurge out on like, you know, you know, some candy, you know, a little two cent joints, you know, whatever, whatever. So I already bet. That's when it started. Man, we went at it. Like all of the kids, we went at it, bro. Like it was like it was legit jit. Um the perks, the perks only lasted for like a couple weeks because, you know, I ain't got no money. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got no money. And then, you know, OGs, you know, respect to all the OGs. But, uh, you know, if they spending 24-7 with, 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 with teenagers hooping with them, you know, where, where they money coming from? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, they ain't had no money. They had enough money to maybe do like two weeks of the uh, of the, of the splurges. So, you know, the, the splurging stopped. But we still ball. Like, we still play ball. We still play ball. You know, we had battles, man. Like, battle battles. Like, we was out there from like 12 o'clock in the afternoon to 9 o'clock, 9.30 at night or when the uh, streetlights came on. You know what I'm saying? That's when I had to leave, you know, because my mom was on my head about them streetlights. You know, and if I wasn't at home when the streetlights came out, you better believe she was driving her uh, black explorer up to where I was hooping and she was coming to get me most definitely. So, uh, you know, so we hooped and, you know, maybe some of them hooped, you know, to the later parts of the night. But we always hooped like every single day, like depending on what the weather was like, we was out there hooping. If the weather was good, we was out there hooping. We was out there balling playing ball like we would be out there on the street or we would go to like um we would go to the park we would go to uh um dang i can't remember the park that i used to go to the hoop at um but we used to go you know we used to go everywhere bro and you know just hoop man just hoop like that's all we did was hoop 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 you know what i'm saying you know and that's that's what it was man like we we really went at it like it was like it was no holes bar, but it was like it made all of us better. Like it made me better to the point where like I was going out to Warren, Michigan. I was going to Inkster, Michigan. I was going to Basketball City out in Roseville. I was going out to all these different uh places and I was hooping. You know, I was hooping. I'm like what I'm like fifteen, so I'm hooping with nineteen, twenty year olds, like, you know, out there hooping and, you know, holding my own. And um Man, my aspirations was there, bro. My aspirations was there. You know, I went into my sophomore year, you know, with high hopes of making the team. Unfortunately, I didn't make the team again. Um, but, you know, I mean, I knew that I could play. You know, I knew that I was able to, you know, you know, stand with him and, you know, be be a part of the, you know, be a part of the uh, movement. You know, it was just, it was a numbers game, unfortunately. Um, so, I look at that. And, you know, it, it still motivated me. Like, I knew that I wasn't going to play for my high school, but I still played ball, bro. <laughs> like, I still played ball, you know. You know, I played, you know, winter, you know, when they was had games in the winter. You know, I did that. You know, if it was warm enough outside, you know, we was hooking the rim up. We was out there balling. Like, you know, I legit hooped. Like, I hooped, hooped. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like we did it. Man, like all four years of high school, bro. Like all four years, and maybe two years after I was out of high school, like I was still, we was still going to the, um, you know, my boy Jay, he had the rim, so we was still, you know, hooking it up and still balling and everything like that. So you know, we was still out there doing our thing, man. Still out there doing our thing, and um, you know, it it, it was funny because 
you know, we had everybody hooping. Like, you gotta remember, man. We, I'm from, I'm from the neighborhood. Like, I'm from the neighborhood, like legit. And you know, I was lucky to have a structure. You know what I'm saying? I had a mother and a grandmother. You know, who were heavy in the church. And I was also fortunate enough to have uncles that everybody knew in the neighborhood. So it was like nobody would touch me. Nobody would touch me because they knew, oh, that's Smitty's uncle. Oh, that's uh such and such uncle. Uh that's uh that's uh that's Silla's son. You know what I'm saying? So like nobody, nobody bothered me. And if, if somebody did try to bother me, it was always somebody around, like, yo, like, yo, 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 chill. Like <laughs> chill. Leave, leave him alone. So you know, I, I had the fortunate, you know, luck of being, you know, structured and, you know, you know, knowing that, you know, I shouldn't be out there and, you know, do what I need to do and I need to come back home. But a lot of cats in the neighborhood, man, they didn't have that structure. You know, they had to go out there and they had to get it by any means necessary. You know what I'm saying? Like they really had to go out there and get it. So like a lot of the dudes that we hoop with, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they sold drugs. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they sold weed. You know what I'm saying? They may have been smoking it themselves. You know what I'm saying? You know, if they had to hit a lick, oh yeah, they was definitely hitting that lick. You know what I'm saying? So they had they had to do what they had to do if they wanted to put a fresh pair of J's on their feet. You know what I'm saying? If they wanted to put a pair of Nietzsche's on their um on their butt. You know what I'm saying? Like if they wanted to put a, t- a fresh tall tee on their back. You know what I'm saying? Like you know if they wanted to fit it. You know what I'm saying? Like they had to you know they had to really go out there and get it because. Some may have had the parents, but the parents may not have had the money. Or some just didn't have the parents. And, you know, the grandmother, whoever was, you know, raising them, and, you know, they were just able to do whatever because the grandma or the aunt or whoever, they didn't care. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, they did what they had to do. So it brought all of us together, man. All of us together. People you you never would have thought would hang out. You know, the 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 hypest dude with the square. You know what I'm saying? The 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 robber with the non-robber. Like, you know, it brought all of us together. It made me feel like 4 or 5 hours or 2 3 hours or whatever. Like, we all had a common ground. We was all hooping. That's all we wanted. Like at the end of the day, we all just wanted to hoop. We all wanted to hoop. We all wanted to be able to get better. We all wanted to be able to you know, fulfill our dreams, live out our, you know, live out our dreams and all that. Like we all wanted to do that. And when they stopped hooping, you know, they they had to go back and they had to go make the money. You know what I'm saying? So you know, that's what it was, man. But um, that was the moment that I knew. That was the moment that I knew that I could, you know, I could I could you know put my passions that I love together and be able to make money off of them. You know what I'm saying? Like. People don't know, like I was, I was a little low key hustler. I was a, I was a crappy hustler. I ain't even gonna lie. Like I tried to sell CDs for, I tried to make CDs for a minute. That didn't go so well. I remember I made somebody a CD. <laughs> I made somebody a CD. The CD was so trash, bro. Like, like the CD had all kind of scratches on it because I was just too lazy to go get CDs to actually make the CD. So I was like, bro, I'm not making no more no more cds dog i'm just not about to do it um but yeah i was a crappy i was a crappy hustler initially man you know and then eventually man i just found my place i found my place you know i found my place um i became a a a very very good writer um and my writing allowed me to kind of you know write things that i see when i you know when i play basketball and 
when I played basketball and when I watched basketball. So it was able, like, I became like a like a low key analyzer analysis of basketball. And um, you know, I, I would say, you know, this was gonna be what I wanted to do. Like one of my one of my dreams was to be in sports media. Like I wanted to be on a radio show. Like I wanted to host my own radio show. I wanted to be able to, you know, just talk about you know sports, mainly basketball because that's what I love. And um, it's funny how things come uh, full circle. Eleven years later, man. You know, I, I tried other things. You know, um, you know, but you know they always say your first love, man. You know, you'll always find your way back to your first love eventually if it's if it's really meant to be. You know what I mean? And that's exactly what happened, man. You know, I ended up finding my way back to my first love. Um, so at the end of the day, man, I'm happy with what I do, man. I'm happy that I'm able. I started exclusive breakdown um, after seven years of struggling. Um, shout out to On the Map Productions because that's what the brand was initially called. And then we went through a whole, you know, we went through all kind of, you know, rebranding and all that. You know, I could never make my mind up on exactly what it was that I wanted to do. But eventually I got it together and I figured it out. It took me a little minute, but I eventually got it together and I figured it out. So, um, dog, like I said, man, you know, just stick with your, stick with your dreams. Like, when you're young, you're going to know that, you know, something is going to, you know, be your passion. But, like, honestly, I had different passions. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had a passion for cars. I thought I was going to be working. And it's funny because I had a passion for cars. I thought I was going to be doing something with cars, and I work at a, a, a factory. Ain't that weird? Um, I have a passion for debate. You know, I have a passion for, uh, you know, being able to, you know, take a topic and, you know, being able to rock out to a topic and, and, and make my opinion matter, pro or con. And here I am doing a podcast. You know what I'm saying? I had a passion for basketball. I had a passion for shoes. You know what I'm saying? And I always said that I wanted to do something basketball or shoe related. So here I am starting my own sports and uh, uh, fashion uh, company. You know what I'm saying? My sports and fashion media company. So it all comes to a head eventually, man. So, you know, one of the things I can say, man, just go after your dreams, bro. Like, go after your dreams. Go after your dreams. Go after your dreams. Write your dreams down. And just go after them. Go after them. Everything that happens is going to happen for a reason. But it's always going to bring you full circle back to your initial plan. You know what I'm saying? So always uh, remember that. And another thing, man. Life is always about standing up for something you believe in. And making an impact in somebody else's life that can catastrophically change the course of their life, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, be the reason. Like, like, and, and I ain't saying <laughs> I'm not saying that to try to be funny, but like, be the reason, man. Be the reason that a, a, a young kid say, you know what? I was trouble when I was younger, but uh, you know, talking to you and watching you, you know, grow and you know, develop your own thing made me want to, you know, really achieve and you know, go after what I'm doing. So, be the reason, man. Be the reason and use all of the motive, use everything of every ounce of motivation that you can to prove the doubters wrong. Like, man, people have been down me my whole life. Maybe not my like immediate family, because I, I never die. I never would think that my immediate family would doubt me. But like people that I thought were friends or whoever, they doubted me. You know, people still doubt me to this day, man. But you know what? The more I work. And the more success that I get, you know, the more I'm gonna be able to prove them wrong. And at the end of the day, bro, 
That's all I want to do, man. That's all I want to do is be able to prove people wrong. That's all I want to do. So, um, that's the episode, bro. That's the episode. I told y'all, man, it ain't gonna be too much of nothing, man. Too much of nothing. We gonna, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna really touch it some, some ugh. <laughs> We gonna touch it into some deep stuff, man. At the day, I want to be able to do a lot of different things because I wanna, I wanna. I want to improve my fan base. You know what I'm saying? I want to improve my fan base. So, tomorrow, I'm going to give y'all another moment I knew. You know what I'm saying? You know, we, like I said, we going to rock out, man. We going to continue to make things happen and do what they do, man. So, I appreciate y'all support. Thank you for listening, man. I am Tyrell Smith. Wrong to Exclusive. Hustle Bandit. Sneaker Bandit. Four Point Island. Lock them up, wrong. Daytona 360 signing off. Like I said, I appreciate the support. Go follow the social medias. Go follow the Facebook, the Instagram, YouTube, at Exclusive Breakdown. Hit up the Patreon page, patreon.com slash Exclusive Breakdown. And uh, I love all of you guys. Y'all are really letting me live out my dreams. And, you know, I couldn't be more thankful and appreciative for you guys because if it wasn't for the listeners if it wasn't for the listeners and the positive and the negative feedback that i get from the show man i don't know how much i'll be doing i don't know how much too much of, i don't know how much i'll be doing this i'm so emotional man i'm getting all tongue twisted but uh yeah man i'm tyron smith man i'll holler at y'all i will holler at y'all later bro normally i do next week but i'm gonna do a two for two man because you know i'm feeling good and it's on my whiteboard so i gotta do a two for two i should have put Goblin Crow Podcast next week, but I put it for today, which means I mean I got I put it for tomorrow, which means I gotta do a new one tonight, and then I gotta do another one. So then I got another one for next week. So uh hey man, we're gonna keep rocking on man. We're gonna keep we gonna keep grinding, man. We had 50 I think last time I checked it was at like 54, 55. No, 50. We're close. You know what I'm saying? So the numbers keep reaching. You know, shout out to the listeners, man. Shout out to all my fans out there. Shout out to all the support. Um, I appreciate it all. So uh, I'll holler at y'all tomorrow, bro. Thanks for listening. Your support just helped the show get closer to that bag. For more info on the show, hit up Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Exclusive Breakdown. Talk to you next week.